nice and synced up now. All right. Double sync. So, you uh, walked uh, to your skateboard. <laughs> I thought skateboarded across America. Yeah. Yep. Walked <laughs> to your skateboard. <laughs> yeah. And it's, then skateboarded um, across America. So, like, I guess I'll... I'll start where it all started. Um, yeah, where did you get, like, the inspiration for this in the first place? So, like, <laughs> first, I was, uh, my my friend started uh, showing me, like, this band, Gojira, and I was just like, ah, eh, they're pretty cool. Like, I didn't really look up the lyrics or anything like that, and I, was, I wasn't a too big of a fan of the vocals at first. And um, then once I started looking up the lyrics, I was just like, yo, this stuff's pretty cool. Yeah. And um, they have a song off their first, or the first song off the album, The Way of All Flesh, Ouroboros, mm-hmm. uh, the first lyrics in the song are Serpent of Light. I'm walking to high school one day, and I see this book on the ground, and it has a pyramid on it, and I, I see it, and I'm like, hmm. And I, uh, I didn't pick it up on my way to school go to school and passes my mind a few few times during the day and uh i get out of school like a period early and i go back and i try to see if the book's there and it wasn't and i go up to my friend's house and uh he was he actually picked up the book on his way out he got out a period before me and it was this book serpent of light by drumvalo melchizedek and so that kind of caught my attention right there and i started getting into uh works by Drumvalo Melchizedek checking out some of his um, workshops about meditations and stuff like that and uh, that guy I was talking about before uh, Bob Fursell he um, he uh, talks about like the same stuff and t- mentions him in his books and stuff like that um, both of each other and uh, they kind of talk about a lot of stuff like from Egypt how like they do certain things like to become a man, certain Egyptians would like have to go into this pool of water where there'd be crocodiles in it, and then there'd be like a certain they'd have to go through like this certain passage, and there'd be a light above them, and they think that'd be the way that they'd go, and they go there, and that's not the way to go. So then they'd have to go Fuck. down there again, and then actually go through the passageway to go. But all the oh crocodiles are fed and everything, Dude, but they water, don't know that. Water is, like, horrifying to me, like, just in general. And then, <laughs> like, like the other ocean, things. first of all, is horrible. And then <laughs> being underwater is terrifying because you cannot breathe, so. Yeah. Uh, that's the lassophobia. I feel like a lot of people fear are scared of, of not being able to breathe underwater. <laughs> <laughs> no, so. I mean, fear of open water is the lassophobia. I don't, like, like um that I mean, one like, guy that... That Wim Hof there that swam under ice. Oh for yeah, super fucking. That long. is Dude, fucking bullshit. That's I terrifying. Hate that shit. It's terrifying not like being able to find like the top or something. That's what I would be afraid yeah. of because yeah. then you're dead. Yep. You're you fucking don't know where you're going. They got a line underneath there so that they, they stick have the to. line. Yeah, there's something. That, doesn't he have that fucking? I feel bad that we just completely cut no, the no, story. Cool. But doesn't he have that thing where his body temperature doesn't? His body yeah, temperature yeah. doesn't change. Yeah. Yep. He, he does that breathing, meditation. His yep. breathing patterns and shit. He's developed that yeah, like and it uh, just doesn't even affect. There's that like the monks they go up in a mountain and they'll put like a cold towel on them. That, right? Yeah, and they'll go up in the <clears> snow and everything, and then they'll use their energy to melt the steam or make steam off of the towel to completely dry the towel. Mm-hmm. So well, the the method that he developed is called the Wim Hof method, and he what he does is he fills his his lungs with air. 
as much as he can, full capacity, and then releases just a little bit and then fills him back up again and then releases just a little bit and then fills him back up again. So it's like it increases your lung capacity. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he does that all the time. So it's like a... True. He's constantly he's exercising. Like, it's like an exercise. Bigger lungs. Yeah, yeah it's, it's an exercise like for your lungs. Kobayashi eating a bunch of grapes to expand his stomach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, it's the same concept. But anyway. <laughs> oh yeah, and uh, so that actually reminds me. No, <laughs> <laughs> Kobayashi. Yeah, you know, <laughs> hot dogs. Uh. <laughs> Yamanashi. It reminds me of fucking Mad TV. All right. What? So anyway, I'm uh, in high school. I'm starting to get into Gojira and like. Uh, for those uh, people that don't know Gojira, they kind of got like a spiritual environmental message. And, um, I actually just recently found out that they're all vegan, which is cool. Cause I didn't know that for years. And like, yeah. so they're not in people's face about it and stuff like that. Yeah. They're, uh, what's the song I was just playing there? That's, uh, from the way of all flesh. We were just talking about Ouroboros. Nope. It's uh, sight to behold. Yes, yeah. sight to behold. I read the lyrics for that and I was like, "Holy shit, these guys are fucking environmentalists." Yeah, like, yeah. people call it environmental. <laughs> really? Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's a song about saving the fucking earth. And uh, so that kind of got me on thinking more towards like being about the oceans and stuff like that. And I started looking up and like, there's all the trash that like gets littered eventually goes into a river eventually goes into the lake eventually mm-hmm. goes into the ocean and it gets spiraling around and there's shit that doesn't break down like straws and there's shit there's a garbage there. island the size bigger than texas toxic garbage island out in the pacific ocean it's bigger than texas planes flying over it they're thinking it's another continent it's just floating garbage out there jesus christ and so like there's this uh so and also, uh, there's this thing that Carl Sagan talks about. He talks about how whales used to be able to communicate, um, I think it was like something like 5,000 uh, miles apart. And now with all the boat motors in the water, they can only hear each other about um, a couple hundred miles. And they'd send like a 20 hertz frequency throughout the water. And now we've kind of cut off their... Um, communications in a short amount of time when they've been here for millions of years. I wonder and, if pollution contributes to that too. Like if the sound waves oh, can't yeah. travel through the water as easily with the plastic all there. I bet mm-hmm. you. So which yeah. one's which one's Carl Sagan? He's not the black guy, right? That's no. That's Neil deGrasse. He Tyson. learned uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson uh, looked up to uh, Carl Sagan. Carl Sagan taught down in Ithaca. Is he alive? No, Carl no. Sagan died. Um, Neil deGrasse Tyson's alive though. Yes, he's like the okay. spiritual successor. To Carl Sagan. He's like the Bioshock to Carl Sagan's System Shock. Yeah. <laughs> system Shock is so bullshit, dude. That I tried to play that on PC and the controls are so bad. It's like impossible to play. That's the yeah, because you have to to swing your wrench, you have to actually click and swing. It's retard. It's so dumb. I wanted to play it so bad because I love one or Bioshock. The first, one? the first one. Oh, you gotta play the second one. This I love Bioshock. I wanted to play that, and I was like, I can't do this. These well, controls. Play, if you want to play Bioshock, just play Bioshock. I have. I have the collection, <laughs> and it fucking, I've played them so many times. <laughs> so. So anyway, right. Carl Sagan. So anyway, Carl Sagan. <laughs> uh, he's, he's from Cosmos, right? Yep, yep. He has that show. <laughs> he's in that show, yeah, right? He is? Yeah, yeah. I oh. thought so, right? I thought he died. He died. There was an original it, Cosmos. They, yeah. They did Cosmos, and then... Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson rebooted it. So you're thinking this... of uh, The Office. 
Uh, I thought Ricky, now Ricky the Ger- Office UK Ricky Gervais or the- did the Office, and then <laughs> then uh, Mike. I do remember seeing Michael something of Carl Sagan on like I think it was something like Somebody Enter did, the Cosmos. Or I know there like was that. a Cosmos before the one that Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. does. I don't know who did it, but I think it was somebody along those Richard lines. Richard Dawkins. I think it was Steve Carell. <laughs> There's something I don't believe. I, I don't completely agree with like Stephen Hawkins. Uh, like he believes that we're all just kind of molecules reacting with other molecules and that nothing is like we don't have any free will it's all just Stephen Hawking or Richard Dawkins Stephen Hawking okay I he he believes that like we're all just like we don't have any free will and it's all just molecules well I mean we kind of talked about that in a sense Mm -hmm. where like you the future is pretty much static like it's pretty much um set in stone and like it's going to happen no matter what and you don't have to think about what you're gonna do it's mm. just going to happen the right way i think there's no wrong turns only detours mm-hmm. i think you can fuck things up like if you really want to but eventually like in the sense of if god exists i believe that everything would eventually come back to god because if god created everything that's a part of himself then part of himself would be gone forever yeah and like that that's if God can do anything, he can ex- he can do anything. So eventually, everything would come back to the great mind of God for the whole experience so that God, we all, know every single possibility. Because if you are God and you are omni-knowing everything, you would be like, okay, you know every possibility of everything that could happen. But did you actually live it? Did you actually do it? there's a big difference and not knowing having the pre context of how everything was going to happen yeah. and stuff like that. Would, uh... So that might be why we're here in a sense to get the the knowledge for the experience for the universe so that we can eventually go back to God's perfect circle and um, appreciate different things differently. Because now if we if you go through all the shit and then suddenly you have like the power of manifestation you're going to want to manifest awesome fun things and yeah. stuff like that rather than materialistic things obviously and then there'll be a layer beyond that where um you realize oh i have the power of manifestation i can have anything i want there's a deeper level than this and then that's going up the ladder spiritually and yeah that kind of goes back to what we were talking before with the conspiracy kind of holding back the whole human consciousness of the whole planet possibly where like i don't know reptilians and stuff yeah if if god was an animorph do you think he would pick droidicas he's all of them he is an animal he's already an animorph he's just do you think god could microwave a hot pocket so hot that even he wouldn't be able to eat it i feel like they're already too hot for anybody (laughs) including god so <laughs> they have the yeah, word God. hot in their names. So. Which one? Which one's God? Is he the black one from Cosmos? I mean, we don't know what he looks like. I guess so. Or we don't even know if it's a he, right? What? What if I? And God? and and what he could be. An are you guys real? He could. He yeah. He could be gender fluid <laughs> or something. Like we don't fucking know. You know. Conception. Does, does God have a gender? We I, don't know. It's assumed, like, right? Would he have a gender? We're know. saying he. Yeah. We should be saying. Yeah, we assume that Z. it's a he. I just. I don't know. Yeah. It gets. I, I don't, I don't know. think God cares. I don't think he cares now. What she, do you think he does? He, well, I don't know. We don't know what to call him. So. Smite me. 
<laughs> what do you think? What do you think he does? We could call it it. Can you call things it because no, it wouldn't be a person, right? It's not perfect. God's not personified. An <laughs> yeah, but then you're objectifying. God. Yeah, you can't objectify God. It's the. Uh, <laughs> this is gonna end up on the Tumblr. God. <clears throat> all right, all I'm right. gonna get like a whole. I'm gonna get a box of ladybugs sent to my house by. Well, do they do they say anything in the Bible about it being a male? I don't think they ever do. Do they? They just say God. Like you guys just, ever hear of, like Lilith? Yeah, yeah. She's from Borderlands One. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't play video games. Well, in the in like Greek mythology, and, <laughs> in Greek mythology, and like you know those polytheistic religions, there are male and female gods. Mm-hmm. That's the cool ones, yeah. dude. Yeah, those are the cool. That's ones. That's the cool ones. That's the ones that, that I would, want. That would kind of like, what if? Yeah, there are gods has like lesser gods. Where like, all right, you guys take care of this stuff. You guys take care of this stuff. Yeah, then, like you have a role. Yeah. There's, yeah. Speaking of rolling, you were rolling on that skateboard across America. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> so. <laughs> Let's um, try this. Attempt number four. This <laughs> is uh, in 2012. So I, uh, oh, wait, no, no. Before, I'm still in high school at this point. Was it 2012? I couldn't think of when it was. In the 2000, what... in uh, t- the 825 miles was in 2012. And when I skated across America, oh, yeah, it was 2015. Okay. You did it twice, kind of, basically. Yeah. We're going to make a ton of money off of this story. Just letting you <laughs> I know. I hope so. That'd be cool. <laughs> I get to sell skateboards, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You with that logo. Wait, here's our logo. Well, we, you developed those wheels, like that idea. No, that no, no, no. I, uh, I got sponsored by them. Oh, okay. Yep. They, I, I called them. They were actually just starting up, and I'm like, yo, guys, I'm skating across America. You guys. Yeah. Shark wheels, by the way. If yeah. Anybody's that was an interesting them. concept. I remember looking at that. So what was what, what was the wheels? Uh, the wheels that I got sponsored by. Um, Did you use these? Yeah, yep. Okay. I used them on the on the trip, and I actually only used one pair. I brought two pair with me. I only needed one pair. They lasted a wicked long time. I still got them too. Um, they uh, they look like a cube when you look at them, mm-hmm. but really it's kind of like a squiggle pattern around, and it gives you more grip but less surface area on the ground. So there's less resistance holding you back, but you got more lateral grip, so you can roll forward easier. And also the way that they kind of weave the the it gives you more grip on the ground, and then also it throws its momentum forward more. Yeah, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, it was it was really cool just because of the way it's all shaped and very cool. Yeah, but I also like designed the- my own skateboard. Um, my buddy Colin Palm. We uh, started making these skateboards out of fiberglass and uh, carbon fiber and Kevlar and stuff. And he ended up making me a, a casket-shaped skateboard because I had this one that I casket. made. Casket. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we call them, casket boards. <laughs> I'm full of the puns today. I'm feeling good. And uh, freaking made this monstrous thick board out of so much carbon fiber. <laughs> and... Uh, I, uh, is it expensive? Yeah, no. carbon fiber is pretty expensive for the. I would it, imagine so. And it, but the thing was like almost three quarters of an inch thick of just straight Kevlar carbon fiber, and it, it was it was a massive thing. So I'm getting ready. Oh, you're good. Um, to uh, go on the first trip in 2012. I got my friend Billy, who's going with me. Billy's going on a bike, and um, 
I get like I'm been slowly buying things for supplies and stuff like that. I got him a trailer for the back of his bike. Um, and I've been slowly packing everything into the bins night before I'm double packing everything, making sure everything's all good. And, uh, now I remember seeing, I think it was on YouTube, but you kind of walked us through what you were bringing and things like that. Yep. Yep. And, uh, I, uh, on the, I'm getting ready, loading everything up, and I say goodbye to my family and everything, and I take a picture or a video of all that and of my house slowly getting smaller into the distance. And the first trip in 2012, my plan was to go down to New York City, get some water from the Atlantic Ocean, then go all the way over to the Pacific Ocean and get some water from there. And uh, it seems daunting, like incredibly daunting because fucking walking to the end of the block it's like it's really well, I can't see my house anymore like this is fucked up it's really <laughs> difficult too for human brains to process distances that large yeah it's and even numbers that large too mm-hmm. um, plus the earth is flat so like when you get to the end of it you're just gonna fall off yeah. or you're gonna hit the ice wall oh, or something did you hit thing. the ice wall uh, if if the world is flat then we, I believe that we are in a simulation program that like happened because like there's that like that molecule collider thing, that big giant round, and they collided molecules. Somebody said that there's this the theory that the the hadron, yeah, the large yep. hadron yep. collider, the one from the Pinewood Derby episode or something. <laughs> and they uh, they tore a new dimension they needed to make a new dimension so it's kind of like a video game where it only loads as far as like, yeah like so a, that that'd be the only way i'd believe like a in, draw distance flat earth <laughs> where we're in a living in a video game and it only loads so far yeah it <laughs> doesn't make any sense i feel like the processor from the large hadron collider would be pretty intense like you wouldn't have to have a draw distance it would just do how everything much, how much dedicated wham would you need for this <laughs> How much dedicated? How many I gigabytes? Do you want to join yeah. my, my Minecraft server? <laughs> uh, we should get Eddie Bravo in here and talk about this. I'm crazy, dude. I'm crazy. Just just look, look it up. It. Look into it. Look into it. I'm crazy, dude. I'm just crazy. <laughs> and uh, I pulled it. I tore my labrum doing that so fast. <laughs> Gotta get fucking. So we get down and we. Uh, the first trip with Billy and I, we uh, are going and. We get down to uh, about 70 miles from New York City, and we are uh, freaking. We get, uh, we get to sleep in this person's house, and we see the news next day, and apparently there's this like tornado that like went through Brooklyn, and we're like, what the fuck? And then we're going down the road, and we're still heading towards New York City, and there's this like homeless guy on the side of the road, and he's like saying that Jesus is going to come back and like, he's freaking out. And so Billy and I, we look at each other and we're like, you know, let's just turn right and go through Pennsylvania. Like, let's not go to New York city. This is already getting kind of weird and we're not even in. Now, why were let's, you heading we down? Let's not go there. That why were you heading down there anyways? To get some or... water from the Pacific oh, okay, or Atlantic okay. ocean. And so we start going edge to edge of Pennsylvania. And, uh, we we're following the Susquehanna River pretty much all the way to Pittsburgh. Get to Pittsburgh, stay with one of my dad's friends, and there's weeks in between here. I'm just really cutting 
fast through this. So what were you doing in between? In between. Were you sleeping in like tents or something? Yep, yep. We had a tent and uh, we'd just knock on people's doors, ask if we can camp out for the night or if I, I wouldn't directly ask somebody say i was asking you i'd be like knock on your door hey i'm cassie barney i'm trying to skateboard i'm skateboarding across america trying to raise awareness about the current state of our oceans and that whales are also other conscious beings on this planet that used to be able to communicate five thousand miles apart but now with all the boat motors in the water they can only hear each other about two thousand or a couple hundred miles and now with all the garbage in the water um there's these giant islands of garbage where the uh oceans spiral around and just make giant garbage islands and if we don't do something uh, about it we're gonna die so i was just doing it just to inform people yeah. and i was actually um you guys know the tv show um uh whale wars yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, i got uh sea shepherd i contacted them they gave me a bunch of flyers and stickers and stuff like that i was handing them out to people and um I was just trying to race because uh, Gojira is big with Sea Shepherd and they're, they're trying to help the whales and stuff like that. And hmm. the whales are kind of the biggest thing on this planet. And if they die, we're going to die too. So it's big old ecosystem. So um, get to Pittsburgh, stay with one of my dad's friends who's a beast. He's like, he's one of those guys that fuels jets. Um, like he's guiding the hose as they refuel in the air and stuff like that. But he was just jacked. He's like, he was like, yeah, you guys want to go on a bike run when we're staying with him? And he's riding a unicycle up this hill. Like, <laughs> like this guy's no joke, freaking working out, doing like sets of 50, freaking hanging upside down crunches and shit like that. Jesus. Just this guy's a beast. And we go, we get to Ohio, stay at, and then eventually get to Cleveland, stay at my aunt's house. And, uh, so you had like milestones, like you had people that you could yeah. definitely stay with and things like that. Yep. And uh, one point when we got to Ohio, I had to be on a highway where I was mostly taking county routes up at this point. But at one point, it just the county route turned into the highway, and I had no choice other than if I want to go twenty miles that way, twenty miles that way. So yeah. that's not happening. I'm going to go this ten mile strip. I'm going to do it. We got pulled over, and like the cops, like what the hell? T- took our IDs, make sure we're not axe murderers. He said they pulled you over. Yeah, we were going against traffic, but like he he was kind of freaking out, and like I had a shoulder the size of this room. I felt mm-hmm. like, and at this point, I'd freaking been almost hit by a few cars, you know, and just like tucking in my gut as cars go by. I have this huge shoulder, like nobody's business. Yeah, cars are going sixty five, but yeah. it's whatever. And I, uh, you got he, tight he, trucks. He pulls, he uh, has his lights on and he pulls all the way back to the exit. And then we get off at the exit uh, behind him. We could see it from where we were. And then we start like going through Cleveland and we got pulled over another two times while we were there. Um, and just because we're two white kids going through black neighborhoods with, a big backpack on and stuff like that. Right. Like, yeah. They, they, they weren't being mean or anything. They're just like, what are you guys doing here? Like I mean, yeah, you are in South Cleveland. You are sus- Southeast Cleveland. Yeah. You're, you're susceptible. And they're like, <coughs> we're going through that and, um, get to Cleveland, get to my aunt's house. She lives in uh Bretonal, which is kind of like the, um, millionaire houses and stuff like that beautiful she's an artist she sells her paintings for thousands of dollars a piece she's an amazing artist 
stayed with her for a little bit and then went through um, Sandusky where like Cedar Point is and stuff. Kept on going and then we um, got a call. Uh, Billy's dad, when we were going through Pennsylvania, Billy's dad was uh, in the hospital not doing good, uh, possibly was going to die. And he then he was recovering and a couple weeks later when we're in Ohio, um, he was recovering in his house and some of his friends came, so-called friends came over, drugged him and robbed his house. And he woke up like halfway through, like swinging a cane at him. And, and, uh, so freaking like my friend was like, ah, I got to I got to go back. I got to help my dad. So I already saved up some money and I'm like, do I go the rest of the way by myself or do I train and try it again some other time? And so I was like, all right, we'll have a good, good time. And I go to Colorado, took a bus to Colorado and uh, then we'll fly back on our way on the bus to Colorado. There was uh, this psychic dude and he was like a Christian preacher and it was weird. He, we were, uh, there's these two people, they were like selling magazines, this guy and a girl, they weren't together though. And Billy and I, and then the preacher dude in front of us, and the preacher dude started talking to the two people that were selling magazines, and he started, um, like, telling them stuff about themselves. He didn't know these people. He was like, your left leg is longer than your right leg. You have a kink in your neck because you sleep. You, um, blah, blah, you have been having this stomach problem because you don't eat enough bananas and blah, 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 blah. Like, a bunch of weird stuff. And then goes to the girl and is just like, you don't need to be worried about having a baby. It's going to be okay. And she's just like, what the fuck? And just instantly starts crying like and uh, what an asshole he made her cry <laughs> and then <laughs> then like he he starts like he made like the one guy that was selling magazines like speak in tongues and the guy he was like oh my god that was amazing i i felt like i was in light and blah 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 and it was it was really crazy like that something like that happened and he was able to kind of read billy a little bit but he, he looked at me and he's just like i can't read you for some reason i'm like i'm not letting you like no, yeah. like spiritually, I was kind of like, mm, you have a no. tinfoil hat on and <laughs> <laughs> put on an upside down. You have an entire <laughs> yourself entire with blood. <laughs> and <laughs> entire body. We get to Colorado tinfoil. and um, my cousin, she takes us to like a Whole Foods and there's this like buffet. And I thought it was like an all you eat can all you can eat buffet, load up your dish or whatever. No, they do it by the weight. So I freaking yeah. loaded up my plate and sh- like it was a big bill. I'm like, oh god, I'm you sorry. Put like an, you put an anvil on your plate and shit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, we eat the food and uh, go and throw away our um, our trash and everything. And I look up at the counter, and it's my friend um, Nick Fraser, Red, and uh, I went to the skate park with him. And I'm just staring at him like, am I really, am, am I really seeing you right now? And Billy's staring at him too. And they're like, he's like, Cass, Billy. And we just, oh my God. And then we hung out with him that night, stayed there for like about a week at his house. It was really cool. We, um, we ate mushrooms and what kind, I'm not sure. And we got him at this, the skate park that while we were there. Oh, I thought you meant like shiitake. <laughs> oh no. Portobello. No. no magic. 
and uh, <laughs> and we got up on top of the mountains, not on top, like about halfway up the mountains, looking down on Boulder, and all of us kind of like we're talking and shooting the shit, and then we all kind of shut up at the same time, and we noticed that the city is breathing. All of us were like, what the fuck? And the only thing that when I was in that state, I was thinking like, what if like your heartbeat, like every heartbeat makes you like possibly like when, if you have your foot on the gas, every heartbeat makes your gas possibly go. Vroom, 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 vroom. And if everybody, there's a thing where like people's heartbeat connect, if they're along or around each other for a while, like they'll, they'll heart, their heartbeats It'll will sink. sync up. And so I was thinking, what if the whole city's heartbeat is syncing up? And that's that energy of that just little extra vroom, 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 uh, out of everything. I mean, it kind of makes sense. I mean, that's the way your body's powered is the blood and the oxygen that's coming through your blood. So well, it wouldn't, would make sense. Wouldn't all the women in Boulder have their periods at the same time then? Because that's a thing, isn't it? Yeah. If, maybe they're not close enough. Like, it's only different yeah, sex of girls, thing. you know? Yeah, I forgot The cults and stuff when they go into the bathroom. Huh. That's weird. <laughs> that's weird that those those cycles. I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I well no when you when you said they're not close enough, I wasn't thinking physically. I was I meant I was thinking emotionally and I was like, Yeah, they don't they probably don't all know each other. Boulder's <laughs> <laughs> well, a big not city, they probably enough. don't all know each other. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking. So um <laughs> We uh, fly back, and uh, as we're going through the Denver airport, uh, you guys ever hear the Denver airport's conspiracy? No. Um, well, I've seen no. I've seen the murals where they, uh, if you ever look it up, the, the freaky murals where they have this guy in a gas mask and he has a sword, and then there's a bunch of children and they're all crying in front of their dead parents and coffins of like each race of the world and then the next panel is like all the children bringing all the guns together and swords and the guy with the gas mask is dead and they're all burning all the weapons all the children of the world and stuff like that and then next to it there's this gargoyle covering his ears coming out of a briefcase and stuff like that it was an airport they built an airport and they were like uh no you built it wrong bury it and build another one on top of it and then there's only one way in or out of it of the airport and um, it's twice the size of Manhattan. It's 25 miles away from Denver. All the barbed the wire. Airport? Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember. I think um, Joey Diaz the was just talking about. The airport is twice the size of Manhattan. He, yeah. Joey Diaz was just talking about how uh, he doesn't Cops fly into Denver because there's a trip, like a huge trip that yep. it, you have to, to get from the airport to where you're going. It's fucking ridiculous. And uh, even though there's already a Denver International Denver Airport in Denver already, they, mm-hmm. it's the furthest airport from what it's actually named after Denver. And also, one way or in or out, all the barbed wires facing in. The Queen of England owns property next to it. Um, and also, the runways make a swastika. You can look on Google Maps and even oh, see Jesus. it. Jesus. And um, there's. Every single time I've gone there, there's always been construction going on. 
and they're um i've seen videos where they have these mile long tubes next to each other and there's a train uh, station that connects there and they're thinking that okay they're going to load people up on the trains bring them all to the denver airport put them in these mile long tubes and there's these sprinkler systems on the mile long tubes and then also underneath the denver airport there's these like layers and layers of bunk bed systems and they're saying like oh just in case there's a crisis on the earth we need to be able to house a bunch of people so what do people like think's that. going on there they think that like part of the like illuminati government or whatever is going to try to like harvest everybody up eventually some point one of the excuses could be an extraterrestrial invasion or something like that huh. like oh we all got to get away from the aliens or to some crazy and the altitude a- in denver the aliens probably can't fucking yeah what an odd place to put that though you know I guess well, that's probably partially. But also, pro- you can see thirty miles in every direction out there. Nobody's getting away from that concentration camp. Hmm. Nobody. Like you, you're running. You're running for hundreds of miles. Oh yeah, we could see you. Why? That's why I would put it out there, and it's in the center of the country, so you don't have to worry about. Yeah, but if those snipers thing, aren't good at battlefield, they don't know what their zeroing distance is, so they the might not hit you. The thing that freaks me out about that is the barbed wire facing in. inside. Yeah, because I've I've. Now that the more you were talking about it, the more I remember reading about it before, not like studying it, but remember like reading about it. And that's, yeah, that I'm kind of uncomfortable. Let's not go to Denver. Yeah. Denver airport is weird. Let's not go to Denver. And it has, it has sub, it has like train systems underneath it too, to go to different terminals. It's huge. There's one that's not far away from it that you can go to. That's less sketchy. (laughs) So see the thing, sorry, the, the, the only thing, if, I'd be upset if I got rounded up there uh, because pizza in uh, Colorado yeah, is like awful. Because, well, I feel like airport pizza probably sucks. I mean, not even that. Like just <laughs> just in general, they, the, the dough doesn't rise at yeah. the same. And, yeah, they can't cook a pizza oh, like yeah, they can. And true. also we got the port here for, like, cheeses. We get real good cheeses from, like, Italy because of New York City and stuff. And also we have some of the best area to grow tomatoes. Yeah, so that's why New York has some of the best it's really, pizza. It's, it's crazy how much altitude affects those kind of things yeah. you know the air it's is almost just... like altitude alterates things oh wait alters things <laughs> alters yeah. altitude so yep. i get back and uh i was i was a little i was disappointed in myself that i didn't i didn't skate across the country i was uh but you're young you're yeah your whole I, life I, was, ahead of you. I was night i was 19 years old and uh Wait, was I 19? Maybe 20. 19 or 20. And um, I get back and I have all this like built up energy. And I'm like, you know what? Tovar, you'll box me, right? And he's like, (laughs) yeah, I'll box you. Yeah. And we're like, yeah, we'll charge everybody like five bucks for the fight. We'll split the money right down the middle. We'll make a good, we'll make some good money off this. And it's like, yeah, cool. We didn't end up charging anybody for the fight, but and that at that point I only had gone to Berger's Karate, so I only knew Okinawan Goju-ru, and it was it was a fun fight. I had a really good time. He ended up breaking my nose, but um, like it was a it was a good fight. We we had a good time, and uh, actually, I, it was five years ago now. I was supposed to or last last December. And I was supposed to challenge him again, but we're he's in Arizona. So yeah, the rematch. Yeah, and then if you him. win, you gotta have a rubber match though. So Yep. Yep. <laughs> I'll I'll watch. I'll watch the second one. 
It'll be fun. I, be I got we that Wing Chun now, you we know. We should have it at the Denver airport. Ooh, that'd be a good middle ground. We Or we should just go up on top of a mountain in Colorado and just play King of the Hill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite season of King of the Hill? I never watched it. Well, season uh, two is the fucking, correct answer. It's so. stupid. <laughs> See, none of the seasons is the correct answer. <laughs> so I boxed Tovar, and, uh, but then I start, I start training. I start running a lot more. Um, and, uh, before I left on my trip, I kind of, uh, on the first trip, I kind of went vegetarian and I'm still, this has been seven years now that I've been at this. I, I'm not a vegetarian. I'll piss vegetarians and vegans off, but I'll also piss meat eaters off where I won't eat meat unless I kill it myself or I can meet the person who killed it. Mostly because of the way it's processed and the fucked up industry and stuff yeah. like that. Well, wild game is way better anyway. Yeah. I'd rather have a deer be a part of me rather yeah. than freaking a pig that's been laying in its own shit. Yeah. For or uh, like a fucking cow that's had its throat slit or some shit. Yeah. For, all that kosher, all that energy and it's like blood and stuff like that, that I'm eating. Like those might be affecting me yeah. in certain ways. So that's, that's the way I was looking at it. And I did that and I, I was surprised. I didn't. I did it more as a challenge for myself because I was just like, I'm too skinny. I can't be vegetarian. Like, and I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't care. Like, if I lose some weight, I'll just start eating meat again. I actually haven't lost weight, and I've been at it for about seven years now. I mean, yeah, it's it's. I feel like people associate meat with gaining weight, and it's not necessarily the case, you know. Yeah. But I also like almost at, for the seven years, almost every fall or winter, I've had venison. To like to, I don't know, and I've had like once in a while I've had like somebody g- gave me some chicken soup that uh and some fish and stuff like that once yeah. in a while. Or if I ever want, I can go to a Price Chopper and get a lobster, boil it myself. Yeah, I mean, I imagine when you're fucking skateboarding across the country, your options are a little limited. <laughs> yeah, you know, yep. you can't really be a s- strict dietitian. <laughs> you know, pick and choose what you want to eat. So for those three years, I started training. I'd get up and I'd run three miles without eating anything beforehand. And this is beforehand. Where, where did you do this? This is training in Oswego. Oh, just okay. like just before. This is the three years before I skated across in 2015 after the those, first twi- trip. Those places with a uh, high elevation, they talk about like uh, oh yeah, how you should live up in the high elevation, but train in lower elevations. Which is weird to me. It's like the opposite of what you would think. Okay, yeah, because then you can... Yeah, because you then get... you're used to mm-hmm. breathing thin air. Yep. And then you can just go all out when you train. Yep. Frickin', uh... So, I would go out, run three miles, and then then I would eat. And, well, actually, I'd usually go to work and kind of pick here and there. And then when I get home, then I would eat. So yeah. what I was doing for the three years was I was trying to get my body to get used to running on nothing. Like, and then I'd get all my carbs in at the, at the very end. Like intermittent fasting almost. Basically. Then what I was, then when I was on my, when I left for my trip in 2015, I actually was eating three meals a day. I would, first thing I do, I'd eat. So then I have energy. So yeah. then like... I could keep going. And so that that's that was my I don't know, I'm not recommending this to anyone. This is just what I did. I yeah, so everybody should totally uh, do this. Uh Cass said it was perfectly healthy to do it. <laughs> I always wonder though, you know. like I wonder if ketosis 
if you get the same amount of energy when you're in ketosis. Like, I can't imagine you do because you're not burning carbs. You're, it's not the same thing. Like, you're not getting Isn't the that same, when you're burning fat? Yeah, you're burning fat for energy, basically, because you're not eating carbohydrates. So I wonder if you're you're getting the same amount of energy from if you're in ketosis. You know what I mean? I can't imagine I that's it, the it, case. It, I don't know if it would either be the same amount or, like, the same quality, even. I think you'd get exhausted faster for some reason. I don't know. I've never done, I've never done ketosis, so... I couldn't tell you. Freaking. It'd be an interesting, uh, I'm sure somebody's done that, you know, tried to figure that out, but I don't feel like Googling it. (laughs) (laughs) So like, honestly though, like the scariest part of my whole trip and the most psychological part of it, it was right before the couple weeks before and up to the point where I left. Yeah, of course. It was the scariest fucking thing. Because, like, I'd be talking to somebody and, like, I'd be like, this might be the last time I actually talk to this person. This might be the last time I walk through this doorway. This might be the last time, as I'm packing all my stuff up from my room, this might be the last time I put this in, like, I touch this object of mine, like, and I'm putting it in a box and it's almost like I'm... I'm almost like imagining myself getting all my stuff ready for when I die for other people to pick up to, they start going through my stuff and stuff like that. And they're like, Oh, so to make it easier for them. And that mindset was driving me crazy. Mm -hmm. And just, it was just, I was almost not planning to fail, but it was just like, I'm preparing, I'm going to die just in case. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it just kept on being in the back of my mind. And if you don't mind me asking, how did you think you were, were you going to get like murdered or something? Hit by a car. Hit by a car. Anything. Yeah. There's a lot yeah. of possibilities. Yeah. I, yeah. Could, well, I, I mean, could be sleeping in somebody's house and they freaking are a weirdo creepo dungeon basement person or yeah. whatever. Yeah. You know, like that's why else I brought like a padlock on a rope with me that like when I wasn't feeling safe, it was <laughs> actually, actually shorter than that pretty one. pretty similar to this. <laughs> that, it was actually a bigger padlock. It was like this. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And I slept with it a few nights where I'd have it tied around my wrist and just in case anybody that wakes me up, I could just start swinging that thing yeah. around or freaking use it to try to choke or yeah, whatever. Like a Luke Skywalker and Kylo Ren situation. <laughs> <laughs> That would be the last thing. Like if I was if I was fucked and I was gonna oh, this guy's fucking sleeping, I'm gonna go fuck with this guy. Yeah. That'd be the unless last you're thing putting like to get unless you're like gluing like fruity pebbles to their face or some weird shit, you know, putting whipped cream on. How them. would you react if somebody was doing that to you? And they were just dude, like, oh my god, I can't believe dude <laughs> I can't believe that never happened. Just like whip, you wake up one day with whipped cream on your face, little like cucumbers fuck? over your eyes and fucking <laughs> Like corn for teeth. <laughs> people are, people are so bugles on your fingers. <laughs> oh, and then olives, olives on the bugles. <laughs> so I uh, went to Sterling Stage and um, kind of had like a party before I went. And um, my grandparents, like right before I left, they went to the main gate. They didn't go out to the weekend for, but. Um, they they pulled up. They watched me leave, and uh, a bunch of my friends were there, and they uh, they watch watch me skate literally away from Sterling Stage. That's where yeah. I started. I started going down 104, and uh, I went all the way to Red Creek, or yeah, it's Red Creek, and I stayed 
at uh, my roommate at the time or before then, Riley, his mom's house, and I knew Riley through the skate park. And uh, so he, this map you have with you is is this your route that you planned? Is uh, it? I actually mostly winged it most of the way. I was just so like, I'm going to this marked, city. You kind of just marked things like yeah. where you've been and yep, yeah, I okay. do a little picture, or a little circle where I like stayed and stuff like that. And uh, I got to ride a half pipe. They took me out for dinner, like to a Italian restaurant in Fairhaven. Now, are we talking a full half pipe or a mini pipe? Like no, a, min- a mini, a half, pipe. just a mini ramp. Yeah, a little. Dude, mini I f- love, I love mini ramps. Dude. Me too, dude. I can't do jack shit on them. Like I can do axle stalls, maybe a little, couple of things. That's but, all you need to do, yeah. But yeah. it's so much fun. Yeah. Fucking hey, it's it lit. Yeah, all you need is a I, mini. I I wanted to build one, but it's like I, I just they're not hard to build. No, no. If you ever do need help, let me know. <laughs> but uh, so I, I stay there and uh, I wake up the next morning and they're all gone. I was sleeping on their couch, and so I just walk out and uh, start get going. I actually um. Left some stuff at their house. I went through my backpack one more time because that was my first time skating with the backpack and everything. And mm-hmm. I had an extra skateboard on there and stuff. I was like, oh, if I need a trick board or whatever. And I was like, no, way too much weight. And also energy, like, yeah. to do that shit. I mean, yep. did you – so you – did you have, like, a target weight that you wanted? Like, a certain amount of weight that you wanted I to was cut? Shoot, uh, I was trying to just get as least amount as I, I yeah. got it down to sixty pounds. Because I know there's like pounds um, at the end of it. I gained a few pounds. It's still from, quite a bit though on the backpack. <clears throat> yeah, but the thing is, um, I know there's like uh, expeditionists and got people that like climb mountains and shit that will cut their toothbrushes in half and yep. like, yeah, crazy I, shit that just to cut that little bit of weight. You know, I was literally trying to do that and. After going through this whole skate thing, I realized I didn't really need to bring my machete at all. I didn't really need to bring a hammer at all. So yeah. those two things right there, that's already like I mean, a pound or two that I could It's like you don't really off. know. You Did know, you bring like, acetone? No. So that way, in case somebody glued free pounds to your face, you could <laughs> glue off. Did you bring a Nintendo Switch <laughs> with Skyrim preloaded? <laughs> That'd be pretty dope. And Just uh, skating down the road playing Skyrim all the way across the country, <laughs> constantly getting hit by cars. <laughs> non <Non-stop>. VR. <laughs> VR cars. And uh so I leave I leave uh, their house in Red Creek and I start skating and I make it all the way to Rochester. And I have a friend that I used to be in a band with, Derek Block, <clears throat> and stayed at his house and they had um his band, they had like a little house party. Derek Block. Yeah. He sounds like a real square. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I should have saw that coming, dude. I should have saw that coming and stopped you right there. <laughs> and um, take a shot he, now. <laughs> he had a band called Slut Week. And <laughs> they, they I don't played, have one for that, so <laughs> they uh played a set for us. There was kind of like a little house party. It was it was pretty cool, and uh, I get to downtown Rochester. They show me where Crudco is, and I go to the skate shop, tell them what I'm doing, and then uh, I go through downtown Rochester, and eventually get out of Rochester, and I get on this county route, and start. I start seeing these rain clouds after I've been skating for about eight hours through the day. I start seeing these rain clouds in the distance, and I'm like, yeah. 
you know what? It's about 6.30 or so. I could I could ask where I could camp for the night. It'll be okay. I uh, knock on this door. Well, I walk up to this house, and I walk in front of the, the main window of the house, and I could see that they have their TV on. I could see the back of their heads on the couch. Mm-hmm. I go, and I ring the doorbell. The whole house gets wicked quiet. And... Wait. The TV shuts off and shit. <laughs> <laughs> and like, you hear footsteps, pitter patter, like, running up, going the, up stairs. the stairs. <laughs> and I'm standing there and I'm waiting. <laughs> and I'm waiting. And I'm like, all right, I'll count to 30. Get the fruity pebbles. <laughs> Get the whipped cream. <laughs> I'm counting. I count to 30. I'm like, all right, I'll go to the next house. They don't want to answer the door. And I start walking down the path and the garage door starts opening. And this guy without a shirt comes walking out. Um, of the garage and it's like hey what are you doing and i'm like hi i'm skateboarding across america um i'm trying to raise awareness about the current state of our oceans that whales are also other conscious beings on this planet that used to be able to communicate to each other on opposite sides of the planet by communicating i said it so many times <laughs> that it's just ingrained in my memory well how and, did you pick like which house you would choose though like did you just i like, would I, you gotta you can't gotta ask be somebody like high that's, middle class you yep, know, like, you can't ask too high because they're too snobby yeah and they're not gonna let you or sometimes they will you'll luck out where they're like yeah come on in we got an extra bed oh you want some food oh here's a hundred bucks i had that happen oh, a few times but then you got the snobby people that but this so this guy i i tell him what i what i'm doing oh and here's the difference of my first trip compared to my second trip first trip I was just talking about the problems in the world. I was just talking about all this garbage in the ocean. I'm talking about the whales are dying and stuff like that. This one, I tried to actually say possible solutions to these problems. There's these mushrooms that absorb radiation. There's these mushrooms that Joe Rogan talks about in a podcast. They eat plastic. And uh, also Paul, Paul Stamens talks about them, how like the other ones eat like or can absorb uh gasoline spills and Mm -hmm. stuff like that and how like the ones that eat plastic we can eat those ones afterwards so we could turn them into food and the thing is we can make anything taste like anything they made a piece of shit taste like a steak and people bought it in japan they literally thought it was steak so we can literally make anything taste like anything if we got these mushrooms, we could feed the world. Just that explains Calios. Can you make anything? <laughs> that explains now, Calios and McDonald's. Now, can you make anything taste like Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Yeah. They, the thing is, with poison, they try to make it taste good. Is Cinnamon Toast Crunch poison? Partially, yes. Actually, yes. Here? All the um, pesticides that they're spraying on, on the wheat and stuff like that, it actually is making us dumber. I had seen Jesus. a guy talking about how uh, he doesn't let his kids eat, like, I don't think any cereal anymore because there was, like, the way that they list chemicals on the nutritional label, the one that's first is the one that's, you know, it goes, like, the first chemical has... Is the most? Is the most, basically, yeah. yeah. And, like, the fourth or fifth one on this list of, like, 20 things was uh, some chemical that's in the same, it's in paint thinner. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen that video? I'd like, uh, it was, I'm it trying went, to think of what it's called. It went huge. It got wicked huge. I remember seeing it on like Good Morning America and stuff. How like pizza is healthier than cereal and stuff yeah, like that yeah, nowadays Jesus. and stuff. No, but, he just doesn't like milk. He makes them drink it with water or eat it with water. So they just don't <laughs> almond like milk. It. <laughs> almond milk's good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a fucking so, pebbles and Coca-Cola. <laughs> 
so there, there's one of the solutions there and like i'm also trying to like tell people like stop littering and all like a few other things you know just I don't know. Just trying to do. I'm not trying to make money off of people. I'm just trying to spread awareness. And the only way people yeah. will honestly probably listen to me is if I'm doing something fucking crazy. Yeah, that's so, true. So I'm just trying to support a something that I support. Anyways, this guy. He goes. Oh, let me. Uh, you yeah. You can stay here. Let me just ask my wife. He goes back inside. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Sit down on the grass, picking some grass, putzing around, and drinking. <laughs> I I hear the door inside the garage open, and I look up, and he's walking towards me. He has a pistol pointed at my feet, Jesus and I'm sitting Christ. on the ground, so I'm, like, pretty much pointed, like, right at me, and I'm like, uh, and the first thing I thought was, that looks like a pellet gun, like... Like it, it has I, like I, the I, orange I, tip on no, it. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, I couldn't tell if it was a real gun. It's Red Rider on the side. <laughs> it's a fucking paint. It's got it says Tipman on the side of it. And he's just like, you can stay here, but I got to see everything in your bag. I got to see all the weapons you got. And I'm like, whoa, dude. Um, I got a flare gun. I got a padlock on a rope. I got a machete. And he's just like, you got a machete? And he starts getting like nervous. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, what's a machete for? And I'm like. Um, for camping, chopping wood, like I'm skating across America. I'm going to need to make fire and stuff like that. So this is day two out. <laughs> <laughs> this is in Rochester? Yeah, this is just outside of Rochester. Um, is in this farm town. Is on Route 23, I believe. No, no, 33. Yeah, on Route 33 and 19. But, Yeah. It was, it was pretty weird. So he's like, oh, well, kind of being hesitant about me staying there. I'm like, no, I don't need to stay here. It's okay. And he's just like, oh, well, there's a pavilion down the road. You could probably stay there. So I skate down and um, get to the pavilion. I mean, look, you, you, can't, you, know, you can't blame him in a way. You know, it's like. Yeah, but why did he go back inside to ask his wife and then come out with a gun pointed at me like. And at first say, yeah, sure, let me just ask my wife. And then he had the fear of right. something, which was which was weird for me. Like, it was just weird. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I can't say I wouldn't think the same thing in a way. Like, you, you want to be safe about it. Like, you, you, it's someone who you don't know yep. who, you know, like, you don't know if they're just making up a story. Yep, that's what I thought, too. I was just like, wow, at certain points, like, people let me into their house. I was like, I could literally be a killer. And yeah. freaking easily like and I'm, now these people are dead well, yeah you're, you're passing all the charisma checks so you're fine <laughs> right. yeah exactly exactly you just gotta tell knock, i rolled knock high jokes <laughs> tell knock knock just jokes d, d, <laughs> cast barney d20s across america yeah. <laughs> and freaking um i get as soon as i get to the pavilion i see like some uh high school kids underneath at 14 15 years old so, right before i get to it, it starts downpouring mm. right on me I get there, set my stuff on the bag or on a on a picnic table, and I'm like, "So, you guys want to hear a story?" <laughs> and just and they're like, "Yeah, sure." And I'm like, "I'm skateboarding across America," and they're like, "What?" And one a couple of them had skateboards and stuff like that, and they're all being cool. And uh, this one this one kid uh, started smoking me up and on some blunts, and uh, then naturally. 
Like I, I set my tent up on the concrete floor there underneath the pillion. It's still pouring out. And, um, the guy who held, held the gun up to me comes to the pavilion with a pizza. He goes, Hey man, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. I pulled the gun out. What are we, ta- are we talking? Yeah, what like, kind of pizza? Was yeah. This? Are we talking deep dish? Did he get you a little Caesars or like a it, Domino's? It was a, like a it was a, lo- it was a local, okay, so but it was pepperoni. I didn't eat pepperoni, but I took it and I gave it to the kids around me. You should have been like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm skateboarding <laughs> across America. You're going to be a fucking pepperoni pizza. Did you not listen to what I said? I practiced that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tombstone frozen pizza. <laughs> Still frozen. And he brought me a couple beers too. What kind of beer are we talking about? I think it was Bud Lime, if I remember correctly. Dude, this guy's a fucking prick. I'm telling you right <laughs> now. He, dude, he, honestly, he pulled the gun out on you to test you. And if you stayed there, he would have fucking murdered you. He's such a fucking asshole. Bud Lime, Jesus Christ. God damn and it. I drink one of those, and I was just like, oh, nope, not not agreeing with that. But And uh, I end up going to, going to bed, and then I hear like somebody outside my tent. Hey, hey, man. Hey, man. And I'm like, open my tent. It was one of the kids and he's giving me cans of soup. Hmm. And I was like, oh, cool, dude. I like cracked it open, (laughs) drank it right there. It was a vegetable soup and, um, went back to bed and then, uh, I get woken up again at about nine in the morning. The kid Jordan who smoked me up the night before is like, Cass, get up. I'm going to feed you. And, uh, that's super cool. Brings me over to his house, feeds me and, uh, I got to charge my, like, phone and stuff like that and smoking me up more. And then, um, yeah, then I take off and go down the road. Well, let's leave you, Let's leave it here because okay. we are blazing through this podcast. We're yeah. somehow already it's two hours in. It seems like we're uh, it's, it's like going by super fast. True. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely can only stay for, like, one more part. Really? Yeah. Well, I, got, I got work at six. You probably right. have work. Well, we'll come right spread. back. We're not going to take a long-ass break. Yeah, We're yeah. just going to go right back in. Okay. All right, we will see you guys tomorrow. Clear Shots Podcast is available on any of your favorite podcasting websites or applications. You can check us out at clearshotspodcast.com to hear any of the episodes. Also, follow us on Facebook. Uh, I think it's facebook.com slash clearshotspodcast to get there. And you can also check us out on Twitter at clearshotspod. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next time.